0: We are at Brewery Numero Trace, number three. Oh, hang on. Three. There we go. (laughs) Uh, We've come from the west side of Boise, headed onto the east side of Boise. Of course, my hands may be in the wrong direction, depending on which way you're sitting. It seemed okay. What?
1: It seems okay.
0: Okay, good. Thank you. (laughs) And that, of course, was Mark, who is now with our next brewer, Mr. Jake Talbot, who is the head, head brewer, I think you're right, and saying at the Ram Brewery in Boise, next to the Green Beltway, which he'll tell us about shortly. But hi, Jake. How are you? Welcome to the pub.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me, sir.
0: Oh, well, thank you for, well, I guess I should thank uh, Mark, but yeah, I want to thank Mark. you for making this, because this is our first crowler in the Boise uh, batch that we got sent from by Mark. And this one I'm excited to taste because it is apparently an award winning Kolsch. Is that right?
2: Uh, yeah, for sure. A um, couple of years running now. Yeah.
0: A couple of oh, years. Wow. And which yeah. competition? Not the East End of Boise medal winners, right?
2: Yeah, no. Um, the North American Brewers Association. Now it's the International Brewers Association, I believe. But. Um, Yeah, that's the one that goes in Idaho Falls every year.
0: Okay. Very good. Well, I'm going to crack this little puppy open here, and I'm going (laughs) to – boy. it's Hold on,
1: Phil. we got our own. Lift it up.
0: Have you got your culture as well? You've got your own, Crowler. Oh, can we do a synchronized opening then? You ready? Hang on. I'll count to three. One, two, three. Oh, and mine is just – erupted a smidge on the top. Uh, You can't see it, but I can. I can't tip it, otherwise it will fall out. So I'm going to try putting it into my... I have a special Kolsch glass here. It's the Church Street Kolsch glass. It's their 8th anniversary Kolsch glass. Mark, I'm sure, has told you about Church Street. So Uh, let's pull this out. Oh, now. We had a German advent beer calendar recently. Well in December of 2019, a good way to end a crap year. And we didn't get any cultures in it. However, this one looks absolutely delicious. Now I've poured it with a big head. I want to ask a question. Does that matter to have a big head or does that accentuate the flavor?
2: Oh, I'd say it's very crucial to accentuate the malt characteristic and the hop profile as well.
1: Yeah, since Phil, this is very light beer. Otherwise, the aroma effect is is more part of the total experience than most beers, okay? All so, right. I, am,
0: I am getting a, a nice aroma off it. <sighs> little Shouldn't little be. malty, a little of that kind of, you know, that Pilsner type thing, you know? Right. Thing, but a little that. lighter. So, let's taste it.
1: You have to train your nose a little bit more. There's other things in there.
0: There are? Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. First off, I get very, very light uh, Pilsner type approach, but then it's all, it's all damped down, I think, and I'm getting a little bit of slight breadiness. Tell me what is the profile characteristics of a good Kolsch. And I'm told this is a good Kolsch.
2: Well, I uh, I would say, uh, the key malt here is, uh, Weyermann from Germany. The malt. The malt, yeah. It's the floor malted Pilsner
1: from Weyermann, which. uh, That's, that's the, that's the breadiness. Uh,
2: It's speaking for itself as you drink it, basically.
1: Uh Yeah. That's the breadiness. And then everything else is done by the yeast and, uh, there should be a slight fruit character of some sort. Mostly it's citrusy, uh, but it's very yeah, mellow. Yeah.
0: yeah, I agree. Um, it's it's very very mild. I mean, there is no hot bitterness that I can perceive in this. Um, it's almost bordering on slightly floral. It's
1: yeah, it's, that's that's part of it. Yeah, uh huh.
0: So, so, Mark, I know you tell the tale of when people are in Cologne, which I believe is the home of Kolsch. Yes. um, That when you're drinking out of these glasses, how long is it before they will take it away and fill it again?
1: It's about 15 minutes at most, because then they consider it stale and they bring you a new one without asking, because they don't want you to have a bad beer experience, at least not in their place.
0: Well, I would say this isn't going to last 15 minutes because this is extremely <laughs> drinkable. <laughs> I didn't say sessionable. Now, so t- what is the ABV on this, Jake?
2: It's uh, right about five percent. Oh, wow! Yeah. That's yeah. That
0: is that good for a coach? I
2: thought yeah. That that's hour. perfect. That's right, yeah, right on yeah. the middle of middle of the road. It could be four to six. I think it seems to be the guidelines. Yeah. Yeah, but six
1: is way over
0: for traditional. Yeah. Uh, so, Jake. Tell us a little bit about this particular beer, why you brewed it, how you've perfected this recipe so that you get such a really good beer. And I'm gonna carry on drinking.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, I appreciate it for sure for having me on. I mean, the main drive for me has just been working on that malt characteristic, which Wireman has never failed me in any department whatsoever whether it's Kolsch, Octoberfest, et cetera. I mean, from there, it's a big drive on the temperature, what we mash at, even at the low end, 146 to 148. I'm stuck with the single infusion mash setup is what I have. Um, I have an oversized 15-barrel brew house. I mean, from there, then it goes into just what Mark helped me realize is that you can... Over, Overdo the Kolsch with the Munich and the wheat in there. I don't have that. It's just the Pilsner little carafoam for the head retention and then sigillated malt, which just helps balance out the water characteristic. But then it majorly plays a lot on the yeast, okay. which I yeah. use the Y yeast on this one.
0: So. You said uh, a word there that I didn't know. What did you say, sigillated?
2: Acidulated malt, yes.
0: Acidulated. Oh, yeah. acid. Yeah, okay.
2: Acid, yeah. Acidulated yeah. malt, yeah. Sorry, okay. it might have been my uh, Idaho slang term. I
0: was, was going to say, you've got quite an accent there, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so you're an Idaho born and bred boy, huh?
2: No, uh, actually from Utah, but then uh, did some time in Montana. Not time, but brew time in Montana. <laughs> did, did, did my brewery stint in Montana. And then I uh, had a friend of mine who was the head brewer here at the Ram. And that's how kind of I ended up over here. But Kolsch has been a strong tradition at the Ram, even before I showed up. But the first brewery I worked at was all German style. And that's where, yeah, he did a lot of Kolsch there. And I've had Kolsch breaded in my brewing roots since I started, really.
0: Well, uh You've done a really, really good job on this, so I'm very happy. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> I'm glad he, that, it
2: held up because yeah. this is kind of an older end of the of the batch there that he's saying. I don't know how long ago he sent it, but uh, I'm glad it's holding up. Well, yeah. I, really,
0: I received it about two weeks ago. It probably spent a week in uh, transit. So,
2: okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, Phil. Also, the uh, characteristics we we're talking about earlier when he says uh, uh, it. The, the light bodiedness is also very important. And he can do that even in his system, doesn't matter what kind of system it is, you can do it. And, and you get that light body into it. And in this beer, it's really easy to do.
0: So tell us a little bit about uh, the Ram Brewery, uh, per se, uh, because we, Mark and I, uh, we did have uh, an interview with a brewer at a Ram Brewery here in the Chicagoland area, which has since closed. The brewer has gone on to become somewhat of a legendary brewer uh, in the Chicagoland area, uh, producing lots of great um, hazes and uh, some of the good imperial stouts. So Ram is still considered to be a chain brewer, right? but um, you're you're your own thing, right? Your own friend.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, Ram started in Washington, is where it's out of Lakewood, Washington. It's been a long history. They've been here in Boise since 1995. And so, I mean, it's been a long tradition of God, just making good beers, really. That's what it seems like to me. I mean, whatever location it was, whether it was here, Northwest and... I mean, the Ram has been good to me as far as letting me create all the seasonal I want to do, in a way. And then we've been definitely pushing forward on the German-style beers, whether it's Kolsch, Helles, yeah, et etc. trying to keep the tradition going. I mean, yeah, they're a family-ran business. It's their dad who started it. It's still the two brothers that own it, so... Yeah, we're just trying to keep the family tradition vibe going sports parks right next door to us with the bsu game we've had and a lot of years of success from the bsu being right next door so
0: bsu being boise state university Boise
2: state university yeah home in the uh, blue turf yeah
0: what what what's their uh what are they called The the broncos the broncos wait a minute that's in denver (laughs)
2: this is the college version of the broncos yeah well then the other guys that have done really well are the sun king guys Uh ah yeah Yeah. they were they were former ram brewers i mean i could go on and on about old ram brewers but i think that's what's been cool about the ram is they kind of let you have that freedom to do the kind of things you want to do to hopefully you know make your niche in your brewing community whether it's what particular style you want to do i mean i make all styles what do i like to drink not always what i get to make but <laughs> yeah you know, down the road hey you know it's it you got to go with what sells and what keeps the people coming back
0: so, now uh, do on. you by any chance have any hand pulls in the ram because i know that some of them like to have one and then occasionally they'd put a nice uh, car scale on
2: all oh, the cask, like handpolls, hand yeah, yeah, I don't have those, but I do have the capability to make cask ales. Oh, yeah, I've made many different cask ales here with all kinds of different adjuncts, whether hops, coconut. We did one that was habanero uh, and pineapple on a hellas that was absolutely <laughs> I can see and-
0: Mark turning in his uh, chair right now. <laughs>
2: I threw the wrong words out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, see, the nice thing I found out from Mark is that you have to be a purist first and then you can start adding in those add-ons. Don't go the other way. (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah, you got to start with a good base beer, yes, before you ruin it with other flavors, yeah.
0: So have you ruined this with anything?
2: Um, (laughs) No, I don't think I've ruined nothing besides beating out 10 barrel and freem the last time I won a gold medal for it. That was like... I'd say the feather in the cap for me really, I'll say. <laughs> like that and then winning uh, silver for my Oktoberfest at JBF in 2018 was another highlight. With again nice. Wireman Malt, like I'll preach Wireman mm. all day every day. For his like German style beers, like there's nobody gonna compare to Wireman yet.
1: Yeah, and I want to give him some more credit because the system is very basic but he can perform miracles with that system. And that shows the skill level of the brewer. And that's, I'm, I'm proud to drink his beers for that reason.
0: That's really cool. Um. So have you, uh, if we want to take it from German Germany over, there we go, he's got a nice head on there. Uh, taking it from Germany to the UK, have you uh, brewed any British styles?
2: Oh, um, yeah, I've made ESB, um. I mean, we do traditional porter, English-style porter here all the time. Our total disorder porter is what it's called. Oh, yeah, right. I remember oh, yeah. that. Um, I've made nut brown ale from when I worked in Montana. I worked at a place called Bitterroot Brewery in Hamilton, Montana. Yeah, they a king of the nut brown ale there, so I learned a lot. On the English front, um,
0: I never yeah, thought I'd hear that. Being king of the nut brown ales, <laughs> king of the
2: nut, baby, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I like the English style. how um, it's so fun to play around. Everything but sour's like, sorry, wow, okay, be- yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, they can be done very well. Um, yes,
2: they can. The ones I've had, I've tasted. Yeah, you can tell who's put in their homework and their time. But <laughs> for here in Boise, it seems like more and more that, yeah, it's about the loggers, definitely. Um, yeah. We do a good Mexican-style logger, but this colch, the Clearwater colch, is what we call it. And Clearwater is a famous river in the panhandle of Idaho that's very pristine and probably the coolest place you'll ever see on Earth. Really, I feel like for Northwest style, there's just pristine mountains, awesome clear water. Yeah, that name, the, the Clearwater Colch, has just been an an easy seller for us. Very drinkable. Yep,
1: and the label fits too. There's a picture of that mountain area there. Oh.
0: Well on well on this one, oh, not on
1: that one, but
0: one. oh, on on so. Let me ask you, do you can, <clears throat> do you can your beers and things other than crowlers, or is it just crowlers to go?
2: Yeah. Unfortunately, that's what, where we're set up at is just some crowlers to go. Um, we're more of the pub atmosphere style, bring the family in. We have an amazing patio set up on the outside of our place that that's what keeps us going through the summer times for sure. Even the, Spring and wind, spring and fall, but it's been okay. like fall all winter here. We're just barely getting into winter around here. You keep that sh- snow in Chicago all you want, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: That's why Mark moved.
1: <laughs> I, I would, I would also say that the patio is right next to the river, so it's really pleasant to sit outside. Yeah,
0: it's that. And what river is that? The Boise River. Boise River. Yep,
1: yes. Boise oh, okay. River. Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right. Cool. And uh, so. Uh, Jake, if you had anything that you would want to brew that you've never brewed yet, what would it be?
2: Oh, geez, style wise, like Oh, yeah. you
0: know, anything you want. And yeah, money's wise. no object.
2: Oh, I mean, I think in the Dorkmunder is high on my list. Mm. Just because okay. it's not one that you know this guy keeps telling me about it. Um, no, maybe a Eisbach. uh, oh very good uh, i (laughs) I got a wild one that we've made that's been um a tequila and oak soaked ipa
0: oh (laughs) oh yeah
2: it's it is oh like i created it we created a huge huge demand for this style of beer one time like yeah if that's one that i could like recreate again that like drive the masses to try something very different, that would be the style of beer, yeah. Mark hasn't tried that one yet, I gotta break it out for him.
0: Well, um, thank you so much for spending some time with us, uh, Jake. I hope to get up there with Mark and I'll certainly gonna put Ram onto my list of breweries to come and visit because I haven't been to a Ram Brewery for a long time. I think they've kind of gone out in this area. Yeah, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, it sounds like they've closed all, (laughs) everything Midwest, even Colorado, our affiliate store. Yeah, sadly, it just scaled back, yeah, so.
0: yeah. So has, by the way, has business been okay during these last uh, nine or 10 months of COVID? That's a good way to put it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, could be better, huh? Yeah, it
2: could be better. I think it's been worse. We're looking to get better. Um, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's ultimately, I think, up to the people, you know, to quit being scared and come out. But you didn't yeah. have
1: the football season either. So, yeah, that, that affects Yeah, we lost sure. the
2: big football season. Uh, Man, the one year we had Garth Brooks play two nights next to oh. Never, never sold so many beers out of my concession trailer in my life. Yeah, so yeah, we're <laughs> missing, we're missing the crowds, we're missing the sports, those kind of things. But overall, yeah, we're yeah. we're gonna survive. We're yeah, a couple months away from patio season, and that's a bad okay. respect to you, sir. I did. Here's I did, one. We'll yeah. raise one up for you. Cheers. Huh? Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> yeah.
0: All the best. Thanks very much indeed, Jake. We'll talk to you again, uh, hopefully, in the next coming months. Hopefully in person, yes. Yes, in person. Thanks a lot. Mark, I guess it's on to the next brewery.